Perception. Perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. Reality. Some talk shows think all of their opinions are right. This one, this one knows they are. This is Perception is Reality. Christopher H. Bilbury is a no-nonsense, well, maybe a little bit of nonsense, political activist, local government watchdog, and all-around good Hoosier and God-fearing American citizen. Is this guy for real? Holding lawmakers accountable and educating citizens on the importance of participating in their local government with a dab of national and world politics and a little pop culture and maybe some real-life common sense. This is Perception is Reality. And this is Christopher H. Bilbrey. Okay, well that means it's time for Perception is Reality with your host, Christopher H. Bilbrey. I'm your host, and I want to welcome you to the third episode of this new format at perception.fireside.fm. Welcome, and thanks for joining me. Whether you're in your car, at your home, at your office, on the toilet, or in the shower, thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen, to be a part of the show, and to engage. I want to welcome you. And if you have listened to the other shows, thank you. If you haven't, you can go back and listen to those after this show. This is a show that you will not have to necessarily listen to in chronological order. It would probably help, but you could listen to each show in and of itself with them being on their own merit. I will tell you I had planned to talk about another topic tonight, but the events of the last several days have changed tonight's show. Matter of fact, you can hear right there, I'm tearing up my script and my notes for the show. I had a topic to talk about. And I was ready to talk about a little bit of election follow-up or carry-through, but I really need to hit another topic. And this is very important. It's something that I feel like we need to discuss, and I feel as though it might be a little controversial. And that is manipulation. That's right, folks. We're going to talk about manipulation in and around local politics and as it affects you, the citizen involved with your local city or county government, possibly the state government, and your elected officials, city employees, state or county employees, and definitely candidates for office. So sit right back, get the popcorn, get your favorite adult or non-adult beverage, and, uh, ooh, God, I just said a beverage. Ugh, I hate that word. I will not say that again. Sit back and uh, prepare, and uh, we'll be back right after this to talk about manipulation 
within local government and politics. And now, Perception is Reality, with your host, Christopher H. Bilbrey. So, I'm Christopher Bilbrey, this is Perception is Reality, and you're all there listening. Thank you, thank you for joining us, thank you for being here this evening. I want to take the time to thank each and every one of you for listening, for continuing to tune in and listen each and every episode. We have episodes on Saturdays and on Tuesdays, and I want to thank you for listening to them when they first drop or for listening to them throughout the week, and I want to ask that you continue coming back because as we progress, we're going to get more involved, more detailed. There's going to be more interviews. We're going to have other people on the show, and we're going to be talking about topics that matter with you in mind And we're going to be focusing on you being involved with the show. And as always, like I've said, you are more than welcome to contact the show by Facebook at Christopher H. Bilbrey, by email at khbilbrey at gmail.com, or by calling or texting at 765-546-9796. And if you want to be on the show, definitely give me a call. We will interview you. You can be on a show and part of the conversation. We're going to focus on public concerns. We're going to focus on interviews. We're going to focus on community spotlight events. So there's many ways that you can be a part of the conversation and a part of the reality Here at Perception is Reality. So manipulation. When you hear someone talk about manipulation, that sounds like a bad word. And in a lot of cases it is. You know, master manipulator. Somebody that is trying to cheat the system or trying to get ahead or trying to pull a fast one on somebody. You know, when we think of a manipulator, we think of somebody that's not a very good person. You know, you can Google the word manipulation and you'll find seven ways to identify a master manipulator. You'll find how to spot somebody that's manipulating you, how to avoid a manipulator, how to get past someone manipulating you. What to do if you're manipulated. And we really need to talk about this for a second because it's important to note that not all manipulation is bad. Not all manipulators are bad people. Manipulation can be a good thing, whether you're talking about the corporate world, in business, or maybe in politics maybe in government. You know, Philip K. Dick says, the basic tool of the manipulation of reality is the manipulation of words. If you can control the meaning of words, you can control the people who must use words. That's a quote by Philip K. Dick, and it's something that shows just how he thought about manipulation and how manipulation can affect Reality. I want to look at how manipulation can affect politics. I primarily want to look at how manipulation can affect you as a citizen. See, the goal here is to get you involved 
with your local government. It's to get you to go to meetings. It's to get you to go to your Republican or Democrat Party headquarters. It's to get you to be engaged, to ask questions. The goal of this show is to make you understand the importance of being an informed citizen and a citizen who's aware of what your mayors and your council and the recorders and the county coroner and the sheriff, what they're doing, what they should be doing, what they shouldn't be doing. And part of being a good informed citizen, somebody who pays attention to candidates and campaigns, somebody who's getting active and voting, because voting is where it's all going to come down to, because we need to get folks to vote. We just had an election back on May 7th, 2019, and we had low, shitty turnout everywhere. Well, not Gaston. Gaston kicked some ass. Gaston, Delaware County, Indiana. But for every place else, we had very low, nasty turnout. And the reason that is, is everybody's fed up, everybody's sick, everybody feels lied to, everybody feels cheated, everybody feels like they have been manipulated, and we need to look at that. So, Neil LeBute says, everybody has the ability to be manipulative to be hateful and deceitful. And that's very true. Not just politicians, not just elected officials, not just people running for office or wanting to be leaders, not just businessmen or women, but everybody has that capability. But what about the people who say, I'm not a politician, I'm not an official, I'm somebody that's a concerned citizen. And then... They launch into their spiel. They launch into their shtick. They launch into their stump speech. You get citizens who'll say, I'm not a politician. Well, wait a minute. Then why are you asking for my vote? The trash man doesn't ask for my vote. You know, <laughs> you're asking for my vote as a concerned citizen, buddy, you're a politician. But there's nothing wrong with that. Here's the deal. Sometimes manipulation isn't necessarily a bad word in politics or in the corporate environment. It comes down to motive, good or bad. Is the motive legal or is the motive illegal? You know, let's talk about collusion. That's a big word that's been around in the political sphere on the national level for the last two years. Who's manipulating who? Is Donald Trump manipulating the populace saying there is no collusion? Are the Democrats manipulating the populace, saying, look what he's done here? Now, we're hearing that there was no collusion, and then we're hearing the fallout from there. Who's being manipulated? Who's doing the manipulation, and why? Rigging elections or or rigging bids. If you have elected officials and they're asking for bids and they have it set up for their family or for their close friends to get the bids, or if you have a mayor who wants to tear down a house that happens to be next to one of his buddy's house and so he wants to push that through no matter how costly the project is, he's going to do that. So he's going to attempt to manipulate 
the council, manipulate the folks that have to approve the appropriation for the money, and then he's going to have to manipulate the citizens to buy that. Or maybe he's a lame duck mayor and he's going out so it doesn't matter, so he's out of manipulation. See, we have to look. What about the campaign manager who's working for a candidate that says to his staff on those rainy days where nobody feels like walking and it's close to the election so everybody's burnt out and the campaign manager says come on we really got to get you guys excited we got to hit 50 more houses in this neighborhood if you guys do a really good job and you go out and you pass out this literature and you get folks involved and you get people interested in candidate John Doe I'm going to take you all out for pizza. You know, that reward. Basically, what he's doing is he's giving them a reason. He's amping it up. He's manipulating their behavior. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, manipulation has always been present in politics because you have to convince others of your master plan. You know, you might have your plan laid out. And there are things that you're going to tell your team. There are things that you're going to tell your constituents, the people that you want to vote for you, but you're going to hold some things close to the vest. Now, what you get into is a situation where you can't tell everything because you have opponents. You might not want your opponent to know your great idea if you're elected because that's what you're wanting to do and you don't want them to use it. So how can you get folks that don't know your master plan from point A to point B voting you in so that you can then relay that information to make your master plan a reality. Sometimes it takes a little bit of finessing and a little bit of behind the scenes maneuvering to make that reality. And that's not necessarily wrong. But as citizens, we need to be able to see when somebody is manipulating us and you need to be able to judge, is this for good? Is this for bad? Is this something that I can accept? I I'll put it to you like this. I have this platform here and let's say a candidate is running for Randolph County Clerk. That's an election that is already over. It's not going to be up for office for a few more years. So we'll talk about that. So we're not talking about anybody in particular. Say Jane Doe is running for Randolph County Clerk and she is somebody that I support. And I reach out to see if she needs any help, if she would like to come on the show. And she says, no, you know, I'm too busy. I'm going to give you a statement, but I, I, you know, I really just don't have time. And I endorse the candidate. Well, she's not manipulated me in to giving her that endorsement. She's not made me feel like I should or shouldn't do it. She's did what she's done, and I've done what I would going to do no matter what. Now take her opponent, Jim Bob Doe, and let's talk about me befriending him and talking to him about, you know, hey, I want to have you on the show, yada, yada, yada. And he really starts talking in, hey, I really love your show. What a great show. And I wasn't necessarily going to endorse him. 
I, you know, I wasn't sure about him as a candidate. And he really starts telling me how wonderful he thinks that I am, how wonderful he thinks the show is, and all of this. And then because of that, and because of what seems like a growing friendship, he starts saying, well, you know, my opponent is doing this, or my opponent is doing that, and I really need to get this information out. And if me... Christopher H. Bilbrey, as the host of Perception is Reality, hadn't planned on releasing that information, but he starts to try to twist and manipulate it to make it seem like it's my plan, then that type of manipulation is bad. And that's where we need to really be careful. Because here's the deal. As you get involved and as you start knowing who the players are, and as you start paying attention to what's going on in your local government, whether it be the municipal city government or the county government or your district, you're going to start running across good and bad people. That's just the short of it. I don't know how else to say it. You are going to run into good people, and you are going to run into bad people. And honestly, there's more bad people in these positions than there are good. And I hate saying that, but that's just the reality of where we live at the moment. And hell, that might be everywhere, but as a rule, in East Central Indiana... We have had some very bad people in positions of power, trust, and authority. Now, that doesn't mean that you as a citizen should just say, you know, I'm tired, because that's the problem. Citizens have for so long felt like it didn't matter, that they've just given up, and that means we've given them the keys to the kingdom. This is where we need to get involved now more than ever. But you have to have an understanding that you're going to be manipulated. That's what politics is. And I'm going to get people who bash me and say, well, it shouldn't be that way. No, but driving your kids to school, you're being manipulated. It's just human interaction. Everybody's searching for something. Everybody's got a goal. Everybody's trying to accomplish their wants, their desires. I mean, we're starting to get kind of into psychology here, you know, talking about everybody's wish fulfillment and whether that wish fulfillment's just, hey, I need a drink, I'm thirsty, I wish I had something to drink, all the way up to, you know, I want millions of dollars and, and what goes on there. You know, but here's the situation. Everybody needs to just take a step back and realize the only people that you can trust fully is your, yourself, your family. You know, nobody ever really knows what anybody else's intention is, but you can't run around acting all paranoid and freaked out and like you can't trust anybody. You have to be able to give people some trust. But you just have to be cautious. It's okay as a citizen to support a candidate and then question that candidate. Don't ever let anybody tell you differently. It is okay 
to vote for a candidate, help get the candidate into office, and then fight like hell to get the candidate booted from office. It's your duty as a voter not just to vote and then say, okay, well, I did that. that that's one thing that I was always told. Once you vote, you have no more say. Bullshit. Once I vote, I'm going to make sure if the folks that I voted in are doing their job, then pat on the back, they get another vote next time. But if they're not, then I'll be voting you straight out of office, gladly campaigning against you, and making sure that you don't screw anything else up. And I've had to do that multiple times. It doesn't mean that you're dumb. It doesn't mean you're wrong. It means that you're smart. It means that you evolve. It means that you're intelligent enough to see, hey, something's up here. It's underhanded and it's wrong. It's also possible to support a candidate for office and then fall out of supporting that candidate. You know, you never really know a candidate's true intentions until after history shows you what's going to happen. You can also have candidates and officials that you don't particularly like, and they can change, and then you can grow to start supporting them. But that's where knowledge of what's going on, knowledge of what's allowed, knowledge of what should and shouldn't be happening comes into play. You have to ask questions. You have to verify information. Don't just take somebody's word for it. Find out. You hear a story. You hear something from a candidate. You hear, oh, I'm not part of this clique anymore. But then you get proof and evidence that this person is a part of the clique and the clique is what you've been fighting against. Then you either have to decide, okay, I'm all right with this. We'll see where it goes. Or you have to say, hey, I've made a mistake. Don't feel like you can't change your mind. You most certainly can. Politics is ever-evolving. And you're never going to agree with somebody 100% of the time. If you show me a person that you agree with 100% of the time, I'll call you a liar. Husbands and wives don't agree 100% of the time. Hell, I don't even agree with myself 100% of the time. I reserve the right to argue with myself and to change my mind. And so do you. You know, this isn't a sport where you've hitched your wagon to this team and you're with them through hell and high water because that gets you in a world of hurt. And that's just not something that makes any sense. It's okay to demand that everyone that you support, the officials, the folks that work for you as elected officials, it's okay for you to ask questions and demand answers. But you have to be involved. You have to go to the meetings. You have to... Get the notes, get the minutes, request documents. You know, it doesn't take that much time, that much effort. But you have to be willing to be involved, and you have to be willing to reach out. 
You know, I'm not asking citizens to go to city council meeting, county council meeting, board of works, uh, commissioners meetings, and go to the sheriff's department, merit commission meetings. And I'm not asking for all of that. I'm asking for you to pick one of them. Pick one office. Pick one candidate. And learn as much as you can. And share that information. Do research. Don't just take somebody's word for it. Because, as I've explained in the beginning of this, in politics, you're going to be manipulated. Some of the manipulation is going to be good, and some of it's going to be bad. If you're, quote-unquote, manipulated into doing something you were already going to do, then there's nothing really wrong with that. That's not really manipulation. But, if you allow yourself to be manipulated into doing something different, or in manipulated into not asking a question or manipulated into not sharing information, then you need to question what's really going on there. And if you get a situation like that, then you need to maybe think that's a situation that there are other problems at hand. And then you need to question what those other problems are. Again, I'm not talking about people being good or bad people. I'm talking about people being good or bad political leaders, being good or bad elected officials, and what you as a citizen can do to ensure that the best possible people are working for you. You don't want to hitch your wagon to, to a corrupt candidate. And I know it's not always easy. It's hard. It's hard for the people who are vastly involved. It's hard for people who pay attention. But you know what? It's worth the work. It's worth your effort to find out information and to dig and to work to substantiate what you're hearing. And if you're in a situation where you can't get cooperating information on something you're being told, then you must review that. And if it comes true, what was being said or what happened and you, you were on the right side of it, well then good. But if you find out that something that you were being sold isn't as it really is, then it's okay to say, I made a mistake. It's okay to call that out. And it's okay to say, look, I was wrong because of A, B, and C. And so that is a part of being involved. I've supported candidates that uh, I wouldn't let watch my dog. I've also been aggressively against candidates now that I'd love to sit and have a beer with. Let's talk about that for a minute. Obama, you know, 
Obama was a master manipulator. He was able to get people to do what he wanted. And I'm not talking about being liberal or being conservative or whether you liked Obama or didn't know like didn't like Obama. I can tell you this. I didn't like Obama. I would sit and have a beer with him. I would sit and talk with him. But he was great. He was a great communicator. He was great at being able to express his message. He was great at being able to convince others to do things for him. He was a what? A community leader. He was he was able to a community organizer. He was able to to get things done. You have to be able to manipulate situations to do that. Now, it turns out that I didn't like a lot of his policies. But he did it in such a way that I'd still be okay with sitting down and drinking a beer with him. There are some people that manipulate you that you want to punch in the face if you ever see again. And you really just need to determine, you know, what you're okay with and what you're not okay with. And, and please understand, I'm not condoning any violence and I'm just saying that's how people feel you know you hear a woman that leaves a relationship and says hey that man you know manipulated me and I don't ever want to see him again and if I see him again I you know I would blank you know and and those are the type of people that you don't want to be around and those are the people that you want to call out when you find have lied to you and or have manipulated you or have attempted to use you that really don't have true friendships because most of those situations and most of those friendships are are based on a what can you do for me type of situation. But then there are those situations that you realize what's going on, like, you know, Obama and, you know, you're you're cool with it afterwards because you were going to go that way already or, or whatever. And so you just really need to be able to read what's going on and you need to be able to Tell, and I guess that's the whole point of today's show, is telling you that you need to be involved, you need to ask questions, you need to try to verify source information, and you need to be able to confirm what you're hearing. And don't don't fall into the trap of the confirmation bias where you're only surrounding yourself with folks that can confirm what what you're being told and what your beliefs are, that doesn't get you anywhere. That traps you in a bubble and makes you ignorant. You need to be able to surround yourself with a wide variety of folks. You need to be able to talk to people of the other party. You need to be able to talk to people that you don't agree with. That way you can get a whole buffet of information and it can help you make a more informed decision. I don't want you to get taken and I don't want you to be used. And so here's the homework. If you're listening to this, if you have been manipulated, if you have been used by an official, by a candidate, by a leader, by, by a city employee or a county employee or someone within your local government, anywhere, Muncie, Delaware County, Winchester, Randolph County, Union City, Indianapolis, if you're listening to this and you have a story like that and you have 
the information that was told to you that was wrong, you have the proof, you 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 have the what really happened, contact me. We'll do a follow-up to this show on a Tuesday sometime, and I'll want to get a hold of you, and I'll want to tell your story. And we can do it by leaving the names out, we can just tell the details of what happened, or if it's a case that's, that's, that's known, or if, it's, if you have the information and we're able to cooperate it, then we'll, we'll tell the whole story. But I want to talk with you. This is going to be a situation where this is going to be a conversation back and forth with the audience. Because I want to give people examples of this so that they know what to watch out for as we continue on down the path of learning how to be an informed citizen who's involved with the political process in your local community. Because I'm telling you folks, learning how to spot manipulators, learning how to tell if you're being manipulated or not, is going to be part of it. And you are going to be. That's just a fact of life in politics. You just have to determine if it's something you can live with or if it's not. And if it's not, you have to be willing to speak out. Perception. Perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. Reality. Thank you for listening to the show. This has been the third episode of Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbury. I want to thank you for listening. Please, I want to take this time to ask you to share this episode perception.fireside.fm perception.fireside.fm please share this show share this podcast with everyone that you know let's get this information out this is always going to be free you can go to perception.fireside.fm to like listen and subscribe I'll always be on Facebook Live, but this is the way to listen to this show on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Spotify, on all of the other Google Podcasts, Google Play, all other hosting sites. But you'll find it all under one roof at perception.fireside.fm. You can contact me here at the show at 765-546-9796. You can email the show at khbilbury at gmail.com or you can hit me up on Facebook, on my wall, on the comment section of any of my posts or in private messenger. Thank you for listening to me today. Please, please reach out to the show and be a part of the conversation. And until next time, this is your host, Christopher H. Bilbury, and this has been Perception is Reality. Perception. Perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. Reality. You've been listening to Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey. Bilbrey. Tune in, like, and subscribe at perception.fireside.fm. Hook up on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Bilbrey318 and on Twitter at P-I-S-R-Bilbrey. Email khbilbrey at gmail.com. 
Or get off your butt and call the show at 765-546-9796. Till next time, remember, perception Perception is is reality. Reality. This has been Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey, where we aim for better government through citizen involvement.